0: All right, all right, all right. Welcome to another edition of Shabbat Lounge. This is Matt, and I'm by myself today. So Jake could not be with me this evening, but uh, I had booked a special guest, a uh, two guest actually, and I wanted to go on, and I, I actually asked Jake. I was like, Jake, is it okay if I do this without you? And he said, sure. So he uh, he had things come up, which, which happens. So today I'm joined with... Uh, James and Lee from Between the River and the Ravens.
1: Hello, thank you for
0: having us.
2: Thank you so much for having us. Great to be here.
0: Well, I'm so glad that you had time uh, for us today and uh, just kind of wanted to do a little interview and, and, and tell my audience uh, about who you guys are and how they can find you and follow you. So maybe we'll start with that. So, so if somebody were to find you, How do they do this?
1: Well, we are continuing to grow, but we do have a few platforms right now. Uh, Of course, YouTube is probably going to be our number one spot. We do uh, weekly shows on there. Uh, We have a full-on group under Heart of the Tribe that consists of roughly 10 shows uh, throughout the week. The personal show that me and my wife Lee do is Between the River and the Ravens. So you can find either of those. Please subscribe to those. Uh, We will, you know, keep all of our shows current and upload, you know, live uh, throughout the week. We also do have Facebook. So that would be just Between the River and the Ravens uh, Facebook page, as well as a Telegram group. Uh, We're building an online fellowship there. Just with like-minded individuals, it's nothing but a positive, uplifting group where we can share uh, fellowship, praise reports, uh, and then even news reports, things that are just current that everyone might need to know. So it's it's continuing to grow, but we're so uh, thankful that the Father has given us this opportunity to reach out and reach the Four Corners
2: Amen.
0: Yeah, that's great. So, um, I've got, uh, the YouTube channel pulled up in the te- tab and this telegram and also have the meme servant and, uh, and you've got a store. So, um, what tell, tell me about the store that I'm looking at. Uh,
2: Mimi's servant heart, uh, This was, we actually got the name for the store and for our business from my mom who went by Mimi and James's grandmother that also goes by Mimi. And uh, the business uh, we're getting it going is going to be an in-home assistance type business. And then our store has faith-based items uh, that I design that's either uh, my photography that I've taken or... Um, things that we design ourselves. Uh, the Peculiar shirt's my favorite because we know that we are peculiar, right? <laughs> we're peculiar followers of YAH. So, yeah, but that's the, right. Yes, we are. <laughs> The set-apart uh, Peculiar. So it's just a few uh, things that we're always adding in. Hopefully, uh, as you see there, those are our cats and... <laughs> things from our yard. I love taking pictures. So a lot of what's on there is uh, just my photography from around our trips and um, just enjoying the Father's creation and and having that out there. That also assists us with, with our ministry. Um, as you know, uh, it takes time and energy to be able to put on these uh, podcasts or these presentations uh, that air on our YouTube, uh, between the river and the ravens, and also underneath underneath the heart of the tribe, uh, which is like the the main platform that uh, we are kind of umbrellaed under uh, that heart of the tribe, uh, which everything um like you've said uh when you when you prayed before we started which was wonderful thank you so much Uh, everything we do is for the glory of yahweh and the we started out on this journey with if we could just reach one person it would be worth our time and effort no matter how much it takes out of uh, our time to research uh when we're doing a presentation which We have them uh, all daily, uh, Monday through Sunday, uh, including Sabbath. We do have a Let's Talk Torah that we do every week. Um, But everything that we're doing, uh, every single thing that we're doing, is is for the glory of our Father Yahweh and for His Son uh, Yahusha. And and we're just so thankful. Uh, for the technology that is in place right now. And for as long as we have it, we're going to try our best to reach, even if it is just that one person, that's who we're going after. Uh, who needs to hear it? You know, the ears to hear and the eyes to
1: see. <laughs> the one lost me.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, that's uh, that's well said for sure. So, well, yeah. Um i i did have a a few more questions uh and i'm amazed at your production schedule that's pretty incredible so tell me a little bit about how long you've been in this torah walk you know and and um kind of where you came from and how you got here
2: so james it comes from a background of church of christ and i started out as a first presbyterian and then that proceeded into being a baptist and then non-denominational i was i think we've always been trying to find where we belonged and and everywhere we constantly were feeling like there was something missing and it was about december of 2019 right before the current world event that's going on, that I just had um, just this push in my, in my spirit that said something's missing. Um, even going to church, uh, it was just, you know, it wasn't, I, we weren't getting what we needed out of it. So I started just really praying for my eyes to be opened, for me to start doing the Father's will And honestly, his will was to pick up my Bible and start at the beginning. So I started in Genesis and I, and I've told this story before, um, when I got to the part where it literally is let there be light, it was like a light bulb went off in my head and I start getting James every time I, as I'm reading, like I couldn't put the Bible down and I've read it several times in my lifetime, but this time was different. And and we started realizing together we should be doing this we should be following the commandments we should be making this effort and it just really went from there and it wasn't easy um, I think I came online first and uh, James had a little a little catching up to do and and it's hard when you're coming out of a lifetime of church and christmas and easter and thinking you you know it doesn't it's not important to keep sabbath on sabbath it's not important to eat clean so we did we did have a lot of cleaning out of our temple uh figuratively and and completely even our body (laughs) you know because we are the tabernacle now so it it was it was a little rough at first but
1: I think we had more to unlearn so then we could start actually learning. And so that, that was a process, but uh, we're so thankful that, like Lee said, our eyes and ears were opened to the truth and just realizing the deception that's Mm -hmm. gone on and the lies basically that we have been taught, you know, growing up. Uh, We're so thankful that we now know, the truth and uh the way and yeah the
2: lessons that come from walking this walk i mean it is lonely um luckily uh through several other telegram groups we we found this family under the heart of the tribe with uh shell wagner that started it and um it's, it's just been a blessing for all of these ministries to come underneath that umbrella. Um, there's uh, Blood, of, Blood of the Lamb Ministries in the UK, um, Catherine and Lee Hood. And then we've got Out of Africa uh, with Chris and Melissa McIntyre. We have uh, the Heart of the Tribe, which is Shell and Robert Wagner. And then we have uh, Laura Lee Cummings with Modern Day Samaritan Woman, and that one is a trauma and addiction-based ministry uh, outreach, and all of us together are focusing on healing the nations and bringing something every single day to to give hope and and shine a light in the darkness, um, because there is a lot of that right now, but you know, we have the word. Um, which is the the lamp into our feet and to our path. So for his glory, we're we're willing to uh, shine that light as best we can.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's great. That's a great story and a great testimony. Um, and so it kind of sounds like you came into it kind of together by reading Genesis. And, you know, when you talk to a lot of people in, the, in this movement, you'll find out that a lot of us uh, have a similar story. You know, we just decided one day, uh, I, think, I think I should just read this from the beginning. And yeah. uh, you, you start that and you go, oh, that, that that word forever, I never saw that before. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yes, and that was the word that hit me, and I kept telling James, I was like, forever means forever, you know, he's, he's omnipresent, he knows our end at our beginning, our beginning at the end, so if he didn't mean forever, he would have used a different word.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, and so and J- James and I both are Coming out of a Church of Christ perspective, and, and we were taught that the the that the word it is His word, and you and it's true, and so it, it you know that I, that was a blessing for me to to be taught that, and you know a love for for the word, and and that helps when when you have that perspective before you jump into it, um, but um, the other thing I had in here was. So tell me a little bit about your family. Are you like the, you you kind of touched on it there for a second, but are, you know, we you talked about the struggles. Uh, Is this just you and is this uh, just you two together? Are there more people that is, are in your family that do this?
1: Currently, it really is us two. You know, we are, we have a lot of Christian based family, um, you know, but They do see things different than we do, and we have been trying to spread that good message. Uh, Sometimes it's a little more difficult, even though um, just because of the way we've learned, you know, growing up in the church. And, um, you know, I don't know if it's a stubborn thing or they just don't want to know the truth. But, you know, it has been a struggle to to really get on the same page or to even— you know, be able to share the excitement that we have, you know, uh, finding this new narrow path. It's is so enlightening and exciting every day. Um, and then sometimes it's just, it's not r- reciprocated, I guess, yeah. is the, the word I was looking for.
2: I, I have four children from a previous marriage and um, I, I have two that are, somewhat receptive and and listening um but it's it's difficult like james said i think a lot of times even though uh, we're excited just excited to to share just this blessing that has come into our life a lot of times i think it is offensive to some because they take it as um you're saying this way's right and their way's wrong, you know, when really it's just the excitement of trying to share this because I, I do feel it's so, so very vital and important. Um, I don't want to beat anybody in the head with my Torah. <laughs> but I do want I do want to to reach them. Um, so there's a, a fine line and we are in constant prayer for this you know father give me the right words um to to he for them to hear let me find your words that you want me to say because we know he loves every one of us the same every single person he's trying so hard to reach and and he's using whomever he can to reach his flock <laughs> so i know even though it may not be right right now we've just got to pray that that our words are going to eventually be received and and understood instead of to feel offensive because we surely don't mean to be that way
0: yeah yeah that's good and, and it makes me think of a scripture uh, in corinthians that talks about there's a veil on their hearts yeah. and they can't see the uh, the old testament and uh you know and that is true and and i think any of us that walk in this from any time you know you've We've all done things and uh, said, said things the wrong way, especially when we're excited about something. And, and, and we don't necessarily mean to, but but uh, I find sometimes early on in someone's Torah walk, sometimes the damage that you do there is is hard to overcome sometimes. And, you know, prudence and patience is is a little bit better out because you're right. When people are hearing this, um, th- they're hearing, um, basically, they're wrong. And uh, yeah. nobody likes to be wrong. Yeah. And uh, so that's, that's a hard thing to kind of process. And it it, it's difficult. It's difficult to know how to say things and when to say things. And, and kind of one of the things that I find is, I think, um, you know, you t- I try to find nuggets of truth that are universal in their world, too. And explain those, and uh, and and give them some things to think about. Just just like you know, for instance, just doing a, a Joseph to Yeshua connection, but I'll say Joseph to Jesus, and 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 just try to, you know, uncover some of those things, and 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 you know, and and just and then and then just let it be, and and not that, that may be as far as it gets, and you have to be fine with that. Mm-hmm.
1: But uh, and but that's, that's it's how tough. We're Yeah, one thing I've really tried to work on lately is just being able to show them the Messiah in the Old Testament through the Torah and all the Old Testament. He's there. You just have to look for him. And um, I came across with part of the tribe. There's some folks that really are great at using the paleo Hebrew and the pictographs and breaking down the word and it's amazing what definitions and revelations you can find, the just the lost meaning of the word by breaking it down. And I found uh, a few weeks ago the word Torah. And when you break it down, it means, behold, the man on the cross. And that just was blew my mind that right there, Torah is essentially the Messiah. And so I, I'm hoping that by... Some of those ways I can ease it in a little bit more, uh, help them to understand that, you know, of course, the New Testament. But, you know, it wasn't even around when he was on Earth teaching. He was teaching the Torah and the the prophets from the Old Testament. And you just sometimes lose sight of that. And uh, so I hope that that can help maybe open some eyes as well
0: yeah yeah that is amazing that uh, people forget that like and and I, and I think i made that presumption too for a long time and and then you're like oh that makes sense and, and there's That's... something there's something you mentioned I, here lately this year i've been seeing a lot of grace in the in the old testament and specifically moments where he says things like your sins are forgiven and um by doing this, your sins are forgiven. And I'm like, huh, whoa, Um, I didn't see that before. And, um, you know, and I think that's what we have to do. We have to point out and and be very loving and very kind because, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the father is very patient and uh, very long suffering with his people. And if he can be long suffering with me, I should be long suffering with the people I love in the world the most.
2: I'm man that. Yeah, so. totally agree with that.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, tell me a little bit about so the name of the channel Between the River and the Ravens. Um, but you know, how did you come up with this and what does it mean?
2: Well, uh, it comes from do you have the Bible verse?
1: Let me see if I can find it. Oh,
2: it comes from the provision for us, uh when we're lost uh or when let me see
1: Elijah right yes
2: Elijah so he was on the run basically um and Yahweh told him to be on the run because he had been uh, prophesying he had been telling uh truths, and Yahweh said he would feed him, uh, that he would drink, he would provide the water from the creek or the river and would be fed by the ravens. So even at our even at our time when we're at our lowest uh the father makes that provision for us. So yeah. the between the river and the ravens. Yeah, that's know? good.
0: Like First uh, Kings seventeen, I believe, yes. is what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah and it says um, in seventeen four, and it shall be. I think this is King James, and it shall be, thou shalt drink of the brook which I've commanded the ravens to feed thee there.
2: Yes.
1: Yes.
0: Yeah, that's that's fantastic. I didn't realize that's what it came from. That makes sense. Uh, that's a good one.
1: Yeah, there's, there's two different verses we use. The, the one you just read, 1 Kings 17, 2 through 6, and then also Luke 12:24. Consider the ravens, for they neither sow nor reap, which neither have storehouse nor barn, and Elohim feeds them. How much more are ye better than the fowls? And so that one just really spoke to us as well, you know, through the hardships we faced, whether it be lost job, lost home, uh, you know, all kinds of different trials, broke down car. Uh, It has not been an easy uh, 13 years of marriage, but (laughs) it's getting easier, especially now that we've found, uh, put yaw back into it. But, um, you know, it, it really spoke to us that No matter what we're going through he will feed us he he cares for his creatures of all kinds on a daily basis so of course he sees us at a much higher level than even the birds Mm
0: -hmm. yeah 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 amen to that for sure so and the, the other scripture where he says look how the the birds they don't worry about tomorrow and uh, and and that's hard to do you know and and then you know it, it is frustrating when stuff doesn't work right and and but but then when you really put it in perspective you're like wait a minute I have a car I have a phone in my pocket I mean just there's just a I have air conditioning They're just a few of those little things that are absolutely unbelievable that uh, that anybody 100 to 200 years ago would be like what you, you exactly. you're like a king uh, <laughs> you know even the kings didn't live like that so when you put it in that perspective then it's hard to complain about much because because we we have a lot of nice uh, a lot of we have a pretty easy life we, we sure do. do well the other thing i that uh, caught my eye is uh, i'm glad you clarified this is Um, I guess it's the world that I live in, and sometimes I'm more like a kid, even though I'm old. Um, But when I saw the memes, I thought memes. I was like, what's memes? And um, and so I was going to ask you, so these memes uh, that this website, uh, Mimi's Servant Heart, um, is uh, named after... um, that um they seem like they're pretty amazing amazing ladies so i just wanted to hear a little bit about them and how they impacted you
1: yeah they've definitely left an impression on us uh unfortunately lee's mother is no longer here Um, my grandma is 96 and what kind of inspired this idea for our business was you know my Mimi for years and years was always the one catering to everyone at the events. Couldn't hardly get her to sit down. Um, She was just always caring for others, even though the event was at her home and, you know, she created the bunch, but uh, you know, in her later years, she's had to slow down and now the roles are reversed where her children and family are taking care of her. And so we just wanted to have a servant's heart because both of those People in our lives shoot, showed that to us, and we're an example of that. And so, this business is just a way that we can help those in need that may not be able to do the the daily things, simple tasks around the home. Uh, you don't have to necessarily be older in age, but anybody that's just needing a hand, uh, you know, we're able to offer different services. Obviously, Lee being Uh, in the medical background has a lot of knowledge um, with home health and things like that in the past and so there's all kinds of things that we can offer and we just want to have that servant's heart to help the the uh, the orphan and the widow
2: right that's that's where where I came up with it one morning I just woke up and it was like the father had just spoke to me and he said you know every person that has lost their mother and father, no matter their age, they're the orphan, you know, it's not just, you think of an orphan as a small child, but our elderly are in fact orphans most of the time because both their parents have passed. Um, So, you know, it just impressed upon me, the orphan and the widow sometimes are the same person and and the 11 years I did home health as a registered nurse, um, there is such a, a loss there. We, we do not care for our elderly the way that we should. and And I've seen it firsthand. And most insurances with home health only allow visits to be a short amount of time so we wanted to start this business so that it could be, if a, if a family needed someone for six hours a day, we would be willing to be there to make sure they're safe and they're eating and, and help them with their basic needs because we are supposed to be there for the orphan and the widow. Oh, um, yeah.
0: That's yeah. that's amazing. That is a really deep thought that you had there. Um Well, I have to ponder that one a little bit. Say say that. Say that again. You said that all uh, everyone is a widow or orphan. Uh, You said something.
2: Our elderly, our our elder community. um, You know, our grandmas and grandpas out there. Um, one, uh, you know, most of them are, are widowers. You know, either they've lost their wife or lost their husband. Um, my grandmother lived the last 25 years of her life as a widower, um, so that made her not only a and and both her parents passed. So, with both parent of their parents gone and their their spouse gone, that makes you an orphan and a widower it's it you're both <laughs> yeah yeah
0: that's a whole different I've never thought about it that way I appreciate just, you thinking about it like that that's, yeah, a, that's incredible the father
2: just hit me with that one day you know and said look you know I know we think these are two separate things sometimes but sometimes they are the same person because they've most of the the patients I had in home health um, were a widower their parents had passed and they had no family so it's like they really were the orphan and the widower they were all by themselves in the world with very little support yeah. and, and it's heartbreaking you know my mom was a registered nurse my children called her Mimi um, she headed up um uh, in the, in the small town I lived in in Tennessee, she headed up the first food closet, you know, and and uh, clothing closet where people could come and just get clothing and food when they needed it and oftentimes paid their electric bill. James's grandmother Mimi was notorious uh, up until even just a couple of years ago in her 90s of making so many loaves of homemade bread a week and taking them to anyone at church who was sick or, uh, or having a new a, neighbor. Yeah, just a new to neighbor. It in. So these two women our Mimi's definitely uh, are our inspiration to wanting to have that servant heart and, and truly, you know, just to do the father's will and take care of who he sends us
0: yeah that's a that's amazing that's an amazing testimony and and uh yeah i'm sure your Mimi's uh would would are probably humble and uh um, and they wouldn't want the credit or the glory but I, i'm glad that you did that so um Nothing because wrong. uh it it is a lo- a lost thing you know a lot of people don't um you know don't lo- didn't learn the hospitality thing and and uh and so it's definitely a lost art it's a lost art and communities and in the church and it used to be something that uh, everybody just did
1: yeah exactly yeah they they left an impression on both of us you know we were kind of at the end of our jobs just not happy with where they were going and of course you know we'd never really done an, our personal business before but that idea of having a servant's heart for the ones in need was just pressed upon us so deeply that we jumped right in and really without question, just figured out how to get a business going and, uh, you know, start it up. And so we're, we're really hoping that, you know, the father gives us the opportunity to help those in need.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that, that is, that's fantastic. So, um, well the, the other thing I had on here was, um, the tell me a little bit more. I noticed on your YouTube, um, your production schedule is pretty amazing. You're putting out a lot of content. Some things that caught my eye were uh, two things: the Out of Africa series and Reports from Under the Desk. So, can you tell us a little bit more about what you're doing there?
1: Sure. Yeah, we are at the moment up to ten shows a week, and we run shows from. Morning until evening, basically, depending on the day. Um, Of course, our daily show is Mercy Poured Forth. And that's every morning, uh, Sunday through Friday at 9.30 EST. And it's just a quick 15, 20 minutes little segment of an uplifting positive word for the day to kind of get your day going right. There's multiple people that kind of split that schedule up. So it's not the same person every day, uh, but we kind of all have our own day. Uh, And it's been so wonderful just to hear the message from others, you know, just encouraging words to uplift those. Then we've got Let's Talk Torah, which is Sunday, Wednesday, and Shabbat. And that really just kind of digs in a little bit deeper than just reading through line by line. Of course, we do that, uh, but we break down words, kind of look at the deeper meanings. Uh, That's been a great show. We've got also a woman's show on Tuesday, Walking in the Word, and they just break down different topics. This actually today was the Seven Deadly Sins. Just kind of going into depth on those. That's been a great show as well. Modern day Samaritan woman. That's going to gear towards recovery, rehabbing, you know, with abuse, whether it be uh, drug, alcohol abuse, physical, mental abuse. Really trying to help heal those that have struggled, may still be struggling and not overcoming that. We've got out of Africa is Wednesday. And right now that he is breaking down Hebrews. He's kind of giving an introduction, Chris McIntyre, which is actually based in South Africa. And so he's giving an introduction of Hebrews. I think this next week, we're finally going to get into the meat of Hebrews, but he's
2: tomorrow will be the fifth installment. Yeah,
1: the fifth installment so far, and we're not even actually to the book. He's just really digging in deep. All throughout the scripture it's to kind of just really bring everything home. And so I think once we get to Hebrews, it, things are going to really open up like never before. So that's exciting. We also have later Wednesday evening is a new show called Saved by Grace. And that features Robert Wagner. He is just spilling his guts, he's letting it all out. He grew up a with a very traumatic childhood, just uh, unloving. Uh, father uh, that really affected his life negatively and how he has overcome all of that by finding our father Yah and relying on the scripture to get him through all that so that's been a great show
2: the reports from under the desk is is mainly just set up like a, a news broadcast or if there's anything uh that we need to cover that doesn't fit within it within one of the shows, and Shell usually does that. Um, there's it's it can be whatever is pressed upon her that day to bring out. A lot of times there is uh, paleo teaching and pictograph teaching. I know she did a wonderful presentation on the 144,000 um not long ago and that had some amazing information in there um also didn't go over dna and Mm -hmm. there was several just super interesting things she deep dives into so many different subjects so that one is subject to change what it's about Uh, it just depends on where the father uh leads her and and most of our presentations are that way Uh, there's a lot of prayer and uh, preparation that go into it, and it's it is like you said, it's for everything's for His glory and what He's leading us to. And sometimes it it may shift. <laughs> it just depends on uh, with that one, especially what the Father presses upon Shell to bring out. Uh, but that reports from under the desk is used to. Just if there's something happening in the world that needs to be uh, discussed or something that has been brought to our attention as far as something like 144,000 or different things that have shown up and uh, drawing lines between the magnificence of creation Of the father, one of the shows that we're doing right now on Heart of the Tribe is uh, doing the twelve tribes and showing, you know, the correlation between the tribes and our actual physical body systems, and that one is amazing. So I think
0: that's it. Yeah, that's uh, that is pretty amazing. That's a lot of stuff. Uh, That's an amazing schedule that you're keeping up with. Well. so like you said, did you say 10 shows per week?
1: Yeah, right now we do have 10 shows and, uh, I guess the other, of course, our show between the river and the Ravens is uh, every Thursday afternoon at four EST. And we're just kind of breaking down our journey, you know, how we got here. Uh, maybe the stumbling blocks we, we faced some of the challenges, uh, to be an encouragement, you know, Hey, don't go do this. Don't go down that route. Um, we've, we've discussed
2: the new Torah walk. Yeah. It's, It's for those that are, have questions.
1: So we've broke down why we do Shabbat, why we eat clean. We're just going into some of these, you know, main important topics. Uh, we're only about four shows in. So, uh, it will be fun to continue. Mm -hmm. But, uh, this past week we did the true names, you know, uh, the importance of the the true names that really have been hidden from most of us. So, uh, it's amazing to just be able to bring that to the world. And we hope that it's blessing everybody. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then really our last show would be on Friday evening, blood of the lamb ministry they're based in the uk lee and catherine hood and they do wonderful work just breaking down scriptures they just recently broke down the entire book of jonah uh and so just being able to see it from their perspective brings a whole new light to things so uh, it's the schedule is definitely keeping us busy we're you know always wanting to add more shows so uh there will probably be more in the future but right now we're at a solid 10 which gives us content daily so
0: Yeah that that's amazing you know Jake and I are like we try to get one a week done <laughs> So uh yeah, yeah that's that's amazing uh, that you can do that so uh well is there anything else uh, you'd like to add anything that you didn't get a chance to say that you want to say
1: Sure. Yeah, I mean I think it's amazing, you know, where we are already. It's almost been, well, it's been just a little bit over a month since Part of the Tribe platform really got going. And um, you know, me and my wife, this is brand new to us. We have never been on YouTube. We've never really, you know, I mean, we've been part of fellowships, but not necessarily led them in this way and I feel like just a few, about two months ago we were praying for an opportunity for something you know we wanted to be more bold we wanted to just be able to speak his word his truth uh because we're just so enthralled and so happy to know the truth and i'm telling you within about two weeks of that <laughs> deep prayer we had a youtube channel and we're doing live shows so uh it's just amazing how the father works and when you sincerely are reaching to him and asking he he, he will answers. bless that
2: you got to be careful what you ask for because you literally you, you might just get it like the very next day
0: <laughs> yeah 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 that that is very true you know my uh my brother actually has a story about that and uh you know he 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 quit a job and he actually was a pastor and um, he said that uh, you know he told somebody he's like I'd do anything, I'd even you know shovel manure if that yep. happened. And he within hours he got a phone call from some guy. He you know he's in a farming community, and my brother and I grew up on a farm, and and he's got connections yep. in that world. And the guy was like, you know, uh, this may be a little beneath you, but I really ha- need somebody to drive a manure spreader. And he was like, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, you know, you just, you never know, because uh, I think, you know, he, he definitely sometimes will hold us accountable to those things. If we say, I'll do do this, then he may go, okay, let's do it right now. <laughs> exactly. So, Words matter.
1: Yeah, That's I, right. I, I, a friend used to tell me that he always would try, he would try to learn how to be comfortable being uncomfortable. And that's always stuck with me. I personally have never been a big fan of public speaking and things like that. And so over, you know, this is an opportunity to overcome that, to become comfortable doing something that's not always comfortable. And so I just urge all, all that are listening, you know, to maybe step out of that comfort zone. That's what it takes to speak this good word of our father. And it's not always comfortable or easy. But it sure does feel good when you let it out. The Father will bless you.
2: Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's well said. Overcoming, overcome by doing something uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that, that's definitely a, a good quote because, you know, the, the Bible, the Torah is full of, um, of people who did things that were uncomfortable, probably to yeah. the people around them. Uh, you, know, just that, you know, just a few Torah passages, we, we read Phineas. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, um, that was, uh, that was uncomfortable, I'm sure for a lot of people like, Whoa, I can't believe that guy just did that. And, um, but anyway, um, that's, uh, the, the other thing that is amazing to me that uh, is when I talk to people like you, uh, encourage, and, and anyone listening to this, be encouraged to know that this Shabbat, uh, you and your group, uh, along with, um, lee and james and people from all over the world are studying the same torah portion having the same discussions the same debates the same arguments the same what does this mean what, what you know and sometimes arguing that's happening all over the world about the same torah portion and that that's pretty amazing to be a part of that
1: it is mm-hmm. it is well sometimes this walk can feel lonely but We're definitely out there you know
0: that's right and i believe more and more people are waking up to this truth and and coming into it and we and we pray and and if 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 you're listening to this and you don't pray this please pray this that more and more people will have their eyes opened and the scales will fall off their eyes and and they'll come to see this this knowledge uh the, the way we see it and um, James and Lee, I, I just uh, so appreciate your time, especially with your busy schedule that you took time to talk to uh, Sabbath Lounge today. And uh, we're, we're going to continue our conversation for just a minute, uh, but I'm going to go ahead and sign off on Sabbath Lounge. And we appreciate you uh, being part of this. And we just ask that you go support them um, between the river and the raven and uh, the heart of the tribe. And uh, go check out those things. I'll put some links in there and uh, see what they're about. And uh, thank you for listening to Sabbath Lounge. Thank you. Thank you.